We've got to send a signal that we're not going to tolerate the blame game any longer, irregardless of what happens in this election. to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's okay, you can just do it. It's just just say Internet Airwaves. It sounds really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not Internet Airwaves. Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, Mark Scalia. Welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. Having a little bit of fun tonight. I uh, have a frosty beverage with me. Sam Adams Cold Snap got me one of them. So it may be the drinking show. I'm having a, a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to Radio Irregardless. We are your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. And there are three ways that you can listen to the show. The first is you can listen live like you're doing right now, I hope through my website, markscalia.com. And if you're listening through that and you want to be part of the action, all you got to do is click that speaker you're listening to, and that will send you over to the broadcasting site, which is Mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com. And then you can sign in using a Facebook email, and then you can you can be part of the live chat. We've got a bunch of listeners on tonight. We're going to be chatting up with them. And if you cannot listen live, although that's how we broadcast live, you can listen to the then uh, uploaded shows to iTunes after the shows are done. They are then uh, compacted and then uploaded. I don't know how that works. I don't do any of that. The internet does that. The internet is self-aware, so it does all that on its own. And then it sends it to iTunes, uh, and then you can listen to it that way. Or you can listen through it to a different podcast like Stitcher or something like that. And we're listed that way, too. So you can. there's a, there's a bunch of different ways. And as always, have we always start the show. So I can tell you about what I've been up to. I want to tell you about the happening now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? That's the when? Just now. We're at now now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. So with the happening now monologue started, I want to bring up some really interesting things. First is the weather. A lot of people are like freaking out about the weather because it's been now I'm out of the Boston area. So it's it's been unusually warm, freakishly warm, unsettling warm. Today was uh, I think it got up to almost 50 and it was raining. And then it was like bizarre rain just went coming out of nowhere. Just scary stuff. And then a couple couple days ago, it was like almost 60 degrees. So all the snow we got a couple weeks ago is gone, like gone, missing. And it's so freaking weird. But it's like, this is weird. It feels like spring. I'm not used to it. It's like, shut the fuck up. Why wouldn't you want spring? And it's like, I don't, even if it is, it's global climate change. We all know that. That happens to the planet every 75 to 150 years. It just does that. There's really strange climate just happened i mean it just does that so this isn't that unusual 
We just happen to be freaking out because there's nine billion of us and we got nowhere to fucking put ourselves. But, you know, whatever. We're dumbasses and the planet will figure it out. But the other thing is I have been really trying to book more work and I've been booking so much work that I now am looking at things much differently, which I think is a very good thing. And and I want to convey this to you guys because it's kind of important. Like I'm a comic, I book work, you know, in, in this kind of sporadic kind of thing, and I'm always, oh, do I have enough to work? I got to book, so I'm always trying to get work. But now that I'm getting so much work, I'm like, I want to organize the way I do it. I want to be a little better. And I just was thinking maybe I could say that to the listeners and listen and be like, yeah, maybe he's on to something. Maybe he's not one of these fucking morons he talks about all the time. But as it becomes uh, more and more, as it starts to gestate or gestate or develop, it's a gestate, it's gestate, it's gestate, come to fruition. Um, I'm trying to sound more educated, but it ain't working. The other thing that's kind of scaring people is the mosquito. Apparently, Brazilian mosquitoes are fucking scaring everybody. Remember about five, ten years ago when the only thing you had to worry about with Brazilian was how bad it hurt when they ripped the skin off? <laughs> Not for me, but but it, that was the biggest thing to worry about to come out of Brazil. But the Zika virus, Z-I-K-A, the Zika virus, is contracted by mosquitoes, and that's all everybody's talking about. If you get infected with this disease, your baby is born with a, a much smaller head, and I mean, I've seen these kids on the news and the Zima virus turns you into a douchebag. Just had Midori. <laughs> no, it's the, not the Zima virus. It's the Zika. The Zika. Here's the funny thing. Well, I should say funny, but here's the fucking weird thing. They have just released that they have found the first case contracted in the U.S. sexually transmitted. <laughs> This <laughs> who's fucking mosquitoes? <laughs> really? Whose life is that bad? Or now the joke about the small penis makes sense. It complete <laughs> there are people out there with tiny little mosquito peni peni or penises. Penis <laughs> uh, and speaking of people being fucked, the Iowa caucus just <laughs> We just had the Iowa caucus, which is funny. Uh, or, you know, I don't know why they call it a caucus. It's, of course, they're going to call it a caucus. But the Iowa caucus just happened. And Bernie was like a tenth of a percent away from beating Hillary. And Donald Trump came in second. Ted Cruz came out of nowhere because he was born again. And his, his opening speech was, thank God, or Jesus, or whatever. And I'm like, dude... You're fucking scaring people. You're scaring people. Anyway, and then, of course, uh, Marco, Marco Rubio came in third, and you would have thought he won. <laughs> he was like, everybody's like, this is a victory. You came in third. But what? That's bronze, bitch. I don't get it. I don't get political things. So speaking of that, we're going to have some fun. But I got a guest calling in, a really, really funny guy. He's been a prior guest of the show, but we'll get to uh, him in a little bit. But here's what I want to play with you guys. We have not played this in a very long time, and for good reason, because I haven't been working on the show. But we're going to play a real quick game, kind of a game, kind of an infomercial it's called Free Sample. Remix. It is new music created from old music. Play this record as frequently as possible. That's how it goes. Yeah! 
<laughs> we're going to do. Here we're going to do. <laughs> yeah, the Dean was it Dean Kane? No, not Dean Kane. <laughs> Dean Kane. <laughs> Dean Kane played Superman in Lois and Clark. It was Bob. It was Bob Kane. No, it was Bob Kane. It was Jimmy Dean. It was. It was a Dean. Who would Dean? Is it Dean Martin? It was Dean Martin that went. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was Superman. Yeah, he did. Nobody did any of that. But, but here's what we're gonna play. We're gonna play free sample. <laughs> Before I can get to my guest, and we haven't played this one now. Free sample about a song, like a new song that you listen to, and you're like, "Oh wow, that's really cool." And then you all of a sudden figure out that they sampled the whole thing; they didn't write any part of it. Yeah, Dean King is a sausage guy. Big Daddy Kane, <laughs> big, <laughs> big Daddy. Anyway, moving on. Here's the first one. Brendan will get a kick out of this because his co-host in the show really loves this group, Fallout Boy. The song is Uma Thurman. <laughs> I'm dancing around the fucking studio right now. Cool. Now you say, Mark, why is this part of the free sample? Why is this doing this again? Because of this one. Because of this part. Because it's coming up. Here it comes. Right, my brother got it. It's the Munsters theme from 1964. One of the coolest fucking riffs ever. It's one of the, it sounds like a surf song. Not even, this part isn't the coolest. This part is the coolest. There's a piccolo in there. It's a fucking piccolo. Oh, here we go. It's like every song from the 60s has got like this big band, you know, uh, Austin Powers, that piccolo and all that stuff. It's so fucking fun. But uh, yeah, the Fall Out Boy, they sampled the Munsters theme. So if you take the Fall Out Boy's room with Thurman and the 1964 Munsters theme if you put them together you will mash them up you get Thurman Munster I worked really hard on that. That was a lot of fun doing that. So, uh, how about this one from 1998? You might remember this one by Public Enemy. More than your eye can see and ears can hear. Year by year, all the sense disappears. Nonsense perseveres, prayers lives with fear. This is uh, the song, He Got Game. And it was from the movie... Uh, he got game. 
uh, with uh, Denzel Washington, I believe. Yeah. The game, if it ain't saying nothing. But you might hear something in the background. That is from 1966, Buffalo Springfield, for what it's worth. One of my favorite protest songs. Like, if, even if you don't take drugs and listen to the song, you feel like you're on drugs. Come on, everybody. It's time we stop. Hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going on. So here's the thing. If you take He Got Game by Public Enemy and For What It's Worth by Buffalo Springfield and you mash them together, you get It's Worth the Game. I got game. She got game. We got game. They got game. He got game. It might feel good. It might sound a little something. Oh, the game if it ain't saying nothing. Something happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. I know that There's right. Okay, some of them are better than others. Let's just be okay. Now, before we get to our guest, the last one is this one from 1995. One of my favorite songs at the time from Mariah Carey. You might recognize this. This was Fantasy from 1995. Mariah Carey. I don't know what the autocorrect thing is going, but yeah, something's happening here. (laughs) But uh, Mariah Carey did this uh, in 1995, and it was like the coolest song. But then I was like, this sounds familiar. The reason it sounds familiar is because it was done in 1981, 14 years previously, by the Tom Tom Club. It's called Genius of Love. Oh, shit, this is my jam. And of course, early 80s songs are like, Give me that, give me that, give me that, give Come on, sing it with me. Here we go. Oh, that was so that was the Tom Tom Club. Oh, my brother says, I remember dancing to this at Faces. Yes. Faces in Cambridge. Holy shit, there's a memory I thought was was burnt out of my brain. But if you squeeze them both together, you get fantasy genius of love. If you're sitting down, get up. Okay, so, so yes. Oh, th- yeah, I am dancing. I'm dancing. I got up out of the chair. 
No, it wasn't Night Shoes. Night Shoes was uh, used to be John Martin's Manor and Saugus, then became Night Shoes, which then became the Texas Roadhouse, which then was knocked down completely and turned into <laughs> Walgreens. No, CVS. That's what it was. Whose house? Run's house, bitch. That's my Run's house. Uh, so, yes, I got out. Is that, isn't that a song that goes yowza? Yeah, it goes yowza, yowza, yowza. It does. Yeah, and there's the song if you want to listen to it. So I'm a big fan of that. We're going to take our first break, and when we come back, we're going to have our previous guest on. He's been a guest of the show. Greg Bogus is going to be on. We're going to talk a little politics on this show, and as everybody who knows me knows... I am not a good political guy because I take it way too personal. So I, that's why I'm having a cold snap. That's why I had a little bit of dance music going on. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Greg Bogus and find out what's going on. You're listening to Radio Regardless. We'll be right back. On this episode of Real Celebrity Rumors, The Flintstones. The show first aired on September 30th, 1960, but was cancelled six years later, due to the one-a-day vitamin scandal. More difficulties came, when Fred's dog died by choking on a brontosaurus bone. A police autopsy revealed later it was actually from, an apatosaurus. In April 1987, Wilma filed for divorce. Later that year, she wrote a tell-all book. Yabba Dabba Doos and do nots. My life, as a Flintstone. Fred now lives alone in Bedrock. And on the next Real Celebrity Rumors, the Powerpuff Girls. Sugar, spice, and not everything nice. Hey guys, this is Jess Miller. You're listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. I'm on the toilet as we speak, so welcome, listeners. Not really on the toilet, but I figured I'd just say that anyway. And you're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And joining me via the phone is Mr. Greg Bogus. Greg, how are you, buddy? I am doing fine, absolutely fine at the end of the Oh, the studio audience loves to have you over there. And you're joining us from, from you said, New Hampshire tonight. I am the center of New Hampshire. Now, New Hampshire. now I alluded to this. I told the audience we would be talking some politics. I'm not a big political guy because I take it way too personal. But we're going to have some fun tonight. <laughs> so you're in Manchester for obvious reasons because a lot of the candidates. Because the first primary of the nation is is in New Hampshire next Tuesday. Correct. Next Tuesday, that is correct. Oh, and, and and are you there covering? Now, you're kind of a political guy, though. You do cover some politics. You're kind of a news guy. You do interviews. I do. I, I follow politics. Um, I follow current events, which then becomes history. So, And then, you know, politics is, is often what drives a lot of the current events. So, I, uh, I, you know, New Hampshire is just the epicenter of, of political activity every four years. And I, having grown up around it, I, uh, I got a taste of... Uh, for uh, at least watching the, the pageantry and uh, spectacle of it all. Yeah, see, I to me, I've never liked the pomp and circumstance about it. So you're better at it than I am. I'm just like, just stay the, just stay away from my shit. And they clog the traffic, and I don't know if I could deal with that. True, but if you show up at certain events, there's lots of free food, Mark. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm on a special diet. I can't eat shit like that anymore. 
Carly, Carly Fiorina, you know, she's only a three percent in the polls. She had a magnificent spread in Bedford, New Hampshire. It was a very, very good. It was cheese crackers. Oh, so Trump was gone by the time I got there. So, who usually has better food, Republicans or Democrats? That's an interesting query. Yeah, well, I, I just saw a chart that, that had Hillary Clinton spending the most on pizza out of anybody. Now, Cheap know, fucking bitch. Or- what did I help her move? Hey, man. Did I help her move? <laughs> Is she gonna give me a beer and a pizza? It, it wasn't personally her, her pizza consumption; it was for the staff. So, <laughs> so I think that's good. I, I, I know that the Rick, Rick Santorum just quit the campaign, and I believe that his lone staffer subsisted on uh, bottled water and uh, <laughs> subway gift cards. <laughs> Here you go. His, his five bucks for everybody. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people dropped out today. I was I was doing some research for the show for the game we're going to play a little bit later, and uh, I think like three or four candidates dropped out. There was Ren Paul. Yeah, Ran, Yeah, the son Ren, of Ron Paul. Yeah, he's the son of uh, RuPaul and Rand Paul. By the way, he's ruin <laughs> Ron. Ruin Ron. Ron Paul. He's the Paul. <laughs> You gotta work. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that's a, that's the lesson he gets. He's gonna come home. He's gonna Mama Rue. I I you pulled out a lecture. You better work. She says to him. You better work. It. <laughs> <laughs> and Rick Santorum, who was a senator from uh, Pennsylvania, the last election that he ran, and he lost by nineteen points. And then he just stepped out today with 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 those. I think it was zero. I think he might be getting a hit that people just don't like. Yeah. Well, you know what? The, the weird thing is uh, there's still a lot of Republicans in it. There are. We're down to two Democrats. We're just down to Hillary and Bernie. Oh, no. There's a third one. Um, there's a third one. There was Martin. No, there was Martin O'Malley, but he stepped out. No, no, no. There was a woman. There was a weird name. I, I researched it. It was who's left in the 2016. No, I'm telling you. It was like, uh, oh, let me see. I see. Maybe I have it in my history bar. I clear my history bar well, quite a I bit. Mean, technically, the, te- <laughs> technically, there's about thirty. There's about thirty Democrats and 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 twenty twenty something Republicans. Oh, I mean, ro- oh, Supreme. Oh, because on the ballot. Oh, Rocky de la in, in Rocky de la Futa or something. Yes, he's actually. Yeah, so they had a lesser candidates uh, debate at St. Anselm's College, and there was twenty Democrats and there was five Republicans and. You know, most of the Democrats are like like one issue kind of a people. The guy Rocky De La Fuente, I think he's a he's a, a millionaire. So I, uh, you know, and and not showing in the polls. So I should actually try to get onto his campaign next. Hold on a second. Walking around there's, a, money. there's a millionaire running for president. That's weird. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> that's weird. But New Hampshire, New Hampshire, you only have to pony up a thousand dollars to get on the ballot. Well, Some states it's significantly more. You have to pay. You have to pay to get on the ballot. You have. You. Uh, I think the only state where you don't have to pay is Georgia. You That's declare and fill out the papers. New Hampshire, it's called, it's called a filing fee. You got to pay a thousand dollars to get on the ballot. What? That's that's more than a fucking file. That's a whole toolbox, bitch. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> like I can get a file for like oh, three yeah, bucks. Yeah. That's a rounding error for these political campaigns. I think. Oh. I mean, Bush's campaign alone spent almost ninety million dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, percent of the polls. Yeah, that's well. That's the weird thing. They they said how much everybody spent on the on the caucus, and uh, Ted Cruz spent like the most. Which yeah, he, he he had his father who was a, who was a, like I don't know, he's a Pentecostal, but he's some type of like fundamentalist Baptist minister was basically living in Iowa preaching. You know that, that yeah. Uh, 
We yeah. have brimstone. A hellfire and brimstone. Yeah. Uh, and that uh, God chose Ted. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, though, and I swear to God, the same people who take the pictures for the candidates are the same photographers who take pictures for fucking real estate agents. It's the same fucking picture. <laughs> it's like, I wouldn't buy a house from these motherfuckers. I just wouldn't. <laughs> None of them. They as bad as you possibly can. Yeah. But, okay, thank you. Like Marco Rubio, it looks like a high school picture. It really does. And Kasich, is it Kasichis? Kasich? Kasich? No, 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 Kasich. Kasich. He's out, is he? He jumped out tonight, didn't he? No. He's still in. Really? He's actually, yeah, he's expecting He's expecting a lot of undeclared voters and undecideds to break his way. No, no. Nobody's he's sure he is. Nobody's undecided exactly. about him. Everybody decided. Out of, every, <laughs> out of out of all of the uh, candidates, he's the one that's been moving up the quickest as of late. Actually, really? Yes. Wow. Wow. What, what's her name? Uh, the uh, the 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 woman. Uh, what's her name? Uh, is that Carly? Carly Fiorina. Yeah, she dropped out today. I think. She oh, she, is, I don't know. Maybe the, let's see who's. I, maybe this is. This, is this as of? What are you reading, Craigslist? Come on! Come on <laughs> I'm reading. I'm reading. I I type in Politico, but my fucking computer would explode. <laughs> Let's see. Is it Politico? Politico is so. Oh my god, this is so slanted. Inside the Rand Paul slow motion collapse. That's the headline from Politico. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Politico's you know, as a font of Beltway wisdom. Yeah, San- you know, you know, Santorum drops out, endorses Rubio. Rubio rides cash infusion. Don't, it's- don't Google Santorum, by the way. <laughs> Why? Oh, go ahead and Google it. San Santorum. Just Santorum. S A N T O R. Yes, Santorum. I got. Uh, first hit in the news, Rick Santorum drops. Campaign for Santorum campaign. Rick Santorum, Rick Santorum. Yeah, why? What is Centaurum supposed to be? Well, you Google Centaurum, how about uh, go to the Urban Dictionary and look up Centaurum. <laughs> oh, there we go. And you just click it. Okay. This should be... <laughs> Didn't he do something on this? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my... <laughs> I don't think you can read that out loud. <laughs> on the internet. I can't even read that on the internet. That's how fucking disturbing this is. <laughs> you know... <laughs> You know what's funny? The Urban Dictionary has that. The, it's very graphic what it written. Ri- and then the second one says Senator Rick Santorum. <laughs> That's the funniest fucking. Oh my God, that is hysterical. Oh Here we go. In the Using an Asemptus, as his happy cries subsided, the sweet, sticky Santorum began dripping oh. from his. Oh my God! This is this is like me trying to describe two girls in a cup. This I can't, I can't do. It. Fucking so disturbing. Why would you do that to me, Greg? We're friends. Why would you do that? It's worse than lemon party. So let me get some information about Greg out there. Greg not only is an amazingly funny comic, he actually has his own show. It's called it's the, Bogus called the, Bogus Hour. Hour. the Bogus Hour. The Bogus Hour. And apparently, uh, half of it's premised on a goddamn hack of you. 
<laughs> hey, look, it's not half. Technically, it's a third, so we'll let it go. No, here's the here's the inside joke for my listeners. Greg has been doing this essentially a cable access show, but he's been interviewing some bigger names in the comedy and entertainment world and local celebrities, and it's really yeah. been it's really been getting some traction. And the funny thing is, I went, oh, his website. Here's the thing about his website, which I don't think I asked you last time. It's called Angfant dot dop dot stir dot com right yeah that's that's like i haven't really updated my website in forever so so you don't you own a domain name did you do you want to do yeah I, I think it's i think it's owned by some guy in moldova <laughs> <laughs> moldova <laughs> He's in Latvia next to Doctor Doom. <laughs> They're collecting. Can you want me to post your next feature? We're collecting all the good website name. We just do, we just have a random name generator and then buy name to make sure. Like we don't even know if Greg Bogus real person. We just make it up and then go. Oh, he does want it. Yeah, it's Latvia. I said Latvia. Um, but yes. You can go to it. Just type it. You can find him on Twitter, and all this stuff feeds to itself. Uh, he's at yeah, Greg uh, Greg Twitter, Bogus Twitter News. At Bogus News. Yes, at Bogus, at Bogus News. News. And you can see him on Facebook as well. Yes, yeah, Bogus B O G G I S News, all one word. Uh, and then he's of course on Facebook at Greg Bogus. But uh, he's been doing the cable show, and the inside joke is. He interviews he interviews celebrities and then says, "Hey, tell us about your first, your best, and your most unusual." And I had never seen it. And Greg has been in the show like two years ago. And then I watch it. I'm like, "Motherfucker!" Because as you guys Holy may or may shit. know, I, I mean. And then I started going, "Fucking Amy Schumer, or Schumer stealing my fucking." Bitch. <laughs> And then the funny thing is, it comes from a different source for both of us. Mine just comes from, I was always asking comics about your first time on stage. And then I went first best, I go best worst first. That's the kind of way that I kind of remembered it. And uh, Greg, had you you read it in, a, in material like 20 years ago. Yeah, it was a book called The Best, The Worst, and The Most Unusual. And it was just, it was like, a, just like some fish in some place in South America that got swims into men's penises and they can't get it out and it's like a, oh that's the zika that's the zika virus oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the zika virus from and brazil kind of yeah there's some kind of enormously heavy fruit that ends up killing it. i know i know coconut kill a bunch of people. there's one even bigger than that it ends up killing a bunch of people and there's some performance artists that uh, you know they kind of you know cut the limbs off <sighs> slowly great great performance so it was all these weird things like that and then it was like you know well, obviously, the you know the, the best of you know highest achievers of racing and running and juggling, yada yada yada. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not an uncommon yeah, yeah. theme. It's like the good, the bad, the ugly. So at some point, somebody's going to say the same fucking thing. So, uh, so my wife was the only person that heard my initial reaction. Was like, "What fuck? What the fuck happened?" <laughs> and then, of course, I get you on the phone, okay. and I get you on the phone. I'm like, uh, "By the way," uh, <laughs> and you're like. <laughs> What a dick. It doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, you can you like definitely. George, you were like George C. Scott in hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> It's an old reference, folks. Look it up. It's an, yes. My brother actually said when I said the Zika virus, he said there's a Zima virus. Let me see. Oh, let me see no. if I can read it. He said, uh, "Oh, I'm, it, the Zima virus turns you into a douchebag, just as Midori." <laughs> <laughs> I would I would use it on stage, but it's 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 not. It, nobody's going to understand what Zima is. They might, but whatever. Zima. 
It's the Zima virus. You know, that but, came out like 80, 87, didn't that crap? Oh, my God. I don't know when it came out, but I remember driving out to Western Mass with John Keating doing a... Uh, I can't even remember his name. Oh, anyway, okay. and... Uh, <laughs> It was fucking, it was like 92 or 91 or something like that. He yeah. said, he, 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 I go to pick him up in his house in Woburn while we're driving out there. And he goes, he goes, are you drinking? And I said, yeah. He goes, you're drinking in the car? And I went, yeah. He goes, what are you drinking? And I go, something a little different. <laughs> <laughs> because Zimas were like candy and you could drink Zima, like, a, uh, you could drink a dozen of them and it wouldn't matter. That was horrible. It was. It was. I don't. I think oh, you can still God. buy Zima. Really? Yeah. In Moldova. <laughs> <laughs> Next to your website it's, name. It's the national drink of Moldova. <laughs> Would you like you? Would you like Zima? Still, they Would just got the commercials. They. <laughs> they have all the. Uh, they have, Say you're out for a beer. Here we go. What do you have? Beer. What if there wasn't any beer? Sorry, guys. Never heard of it. It was 94. <laughs> wow. Oh, Zima. Zima's good. Zima. Hey. Zima. <laughs> what is this? I don't know. Just do it. Zima's a unique alcohol beverage. I kind of like it. Anything else? Did you get pretzels? How fucked up is that? The guy, The guy doing the Zima commercial? Is the same guy who was in like uh, the fighter. He played the uh, he played Mark Wahlberg's mother's husband. Oh, really? Yeah, he's doing the commercial from '94. I almost wow. didn't recognize him because his hair is black. <laughs> oh wow, that's wild. Yeah, and that's a that's uh, so I see it in my fucking Google analytics going crazy. I. <laughs> I googled Santorum Zima. Google Santorum. <laughs> I gotta close it. I'm gonna close. There's that. Santorum in my Zima. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, on that oh. note. On that note. Let's take our second break. And we come back. We're gonna play a really fun game that I just invented today with Greg Bogus. So you are listening Excellent. to Radio Irregardless with me, your host Mark Scalia, and we'll be right back. surprise for you. I guess I'm probably not the surprise you expected. They're back. So what do you want to do? And police still targeting them. Tonight, Dateline's hidden cameras are in an undercover house complete with a hot tub. So did you bring your uh, swim trunks? And Craigslist, we talk about oral sex. There's the internet addict who comes clean. I'm too old for this shit. And the marine sniper who comes armed. Oh, She's Bill Sweet. She got everything. What's in store for all of these men? Chris Hansen with a new to catch a predator. You one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> Hi, this is Rasheed Towns, and you're listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, a man who I am scared of because I think he's related to Justice Scalia, a man who I'm also scared of because I don't think he thinks black people are more than three-fifths of a person. (laughs) 
And you're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And still on the phone, Mr. Greg Bogus, still joining us. Here's what I'm going to do, Greg. Since you are now, I think we, we might officially dub you the Radio Irregardless political, what do they call it? Political advisor. What would your title be for the show? Yeah, sure, sure. How about, uh, Chief Political Correspondent. Chief Political... <laughs> Wait a minute. I was just going to go with Political Advisor, but you've you've, you've beefed it up into a, a delusions of grandeur. So, of course, it's the Chief cor- uh, Political... Resp- uh, whatever you said. I don't care. I finished, oh, right, right, I finished right. my drink, uh, and it's been title. like... Your new title. So, here's what we're going to do. I'm going I'm to see, and this is a game you're going to play with my audience as well. We're going to play a brand new game that I just invented today called Candidate or Cartoon Character. Now, this is a game where I'm actually going to tell you a quote, and you're going to tell me if it is a candidate or cartoon character. The first one. And now, here's the thing. You're going to play against the audience. Okay. of course, they have a chance to type in their vote, but because we're speaking via the phone, we're speaking much quicker than they are because they have a delay, okay. and then they have to figure out if they know it, and then they have to type it, and then they have to get back to me. So here's the first right. one. The wall will go up, and Mexico will start behaving. Now, who said this? Was it Donald Trump or Speedy Gonzalez? <laughs> it was Donald Trump. It was Donald Trump. Let's see. Is that correct? it's correct all right so you get that one the audience doesn't even speedy oh my brother said it was speedy as well there we go the pressure is on okay now here's the second one oh that's the wrong thing there we go here's the second one (laughs) we're we're going to be the first americans to leave our children worse off than ourselves was it marco rubio or Homer Simpson. That is Marco Rubio. Marco Rubio. <laughs> that is correct. It is Marco Rubio. <laughs> that's the only. Uh, that's every time you get a correct answer, it's just the speedy. So my brother said it was okay, Rubio. So. Here we go. If we're going to compete in this world we're in today, there is no possible way we can do it without lowering expectations and dumbing down everything. Was it Space Ghost or Jeb Bush? <laughs> I'll say that was Space Ghost. It was not Space Ghost. It was... Ho, ho, very <laughs> funny. Ha, ha. It is to laugh. It was, it was actually Jeb Bush who said that. No, 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 no. That can't be true. What my, was that quote again? My, if we're going to compete in this world we're in today, there is no possible way we can do it without lowering expectations and dumbing down everything. My brother even thought it was Space Ghost. <laughs> of course, Space Ghost would have Space Ghost would have said... It's hard to believe. It's really hard to believe that he's not much higher in the polls with such a positive message. <laughs> no. Oh, fuck. You know what? It took me It took me a while to find these quotes because I'm like... Oh, my God. I'm like, why do, why do you open your mouth? My God. It's wow. just ridiculous. Oh, here's a good one. Did you, did you, did you hear today he was at... He was at whatever, some, you know, Flapjack House or Elk Hall, somewhere in New Hampshire. And he gave like a stem winder of a speech and everybody was staring at him. And he just, he just says, yeah. please clap. He goes, please, please clap. clap. Uh, but it's, 
It's like the story. He turned into a bad open micer. It's he turned into a bad open micer. It's like the story I had with Pete Wallenek a couple of weeks ago when he said I was at my home club and I was emceeing and I finished my set and nobody did anything and I go, "This is the part where you clap so I can leave." And then they clapped. <laughs> oh my god, that's hysterical. Uh, I'm two. I'm two and three. You're no. You're you got you got Trump. You got Marco Rubio, and you lost Space Ghost. Right. Yeah, two and yeah, one. That would be two, two for three. No, two for four. Yeah. Two for three. Well, you're two and one. Two. We'll just count it. I'm keeping score. Here we go. How about this one? <laughs> uh, you'll never guess this one. I'm not even going to tell you anymore. I don't want my marriage or my guns registered in Washington. Was it Rand Paul or Peppermint Patty who said that? <laughs> <laughs> uh it is rand paul oh so close you are in fact wrong that was peppermint patty <laughs> no it was it was rand paul <laughs> peppermint patty just wanted her and marcy are given a nice living convenient life they're living somewhere in oregon just leave them the fuck alone that's why they're how about this one this is a good one my brother said he said Yosemite Sam. No, it's not Yosemite Sam. Let's see. Jeb's new campaign slogan. Jeb, he can't get as bad as his brother. Anyway. Um, <laughs> fucking terrible. How about this one? Well, that's what I, I, I told. I, so I got, I got, you know, the, the, the pitching all the candidates. I got a letter in the mail. You know, it's a form letter from Bob Bush asking <laughs> me to vote for Jeb. And I took a picture, but I excluded the name, and I posted it. Said I got a letter in the mail from Barbara Bush, asking me to vote for John Kasich. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody's like, "Did you really? Ask, did you really ask me to vote for Kasich?" I'm like, "No, it was a goddamn joke." Oh, here's the thing that's so fucking sad. Um, I think my wife and I had this conversation. I think Jeb Bush isn't a bad guy, and I think he's got some pretty decent ideas. But how sad is it when your mom has to write you a note? So that you can become president, right? Right. Like, oh, yeah, I, mean, I, I just so, that- sorry, Jeb's sick. He he didn't bring his. I have a note from my mother saying <laughs> that I can. <laughs> oh man. Fucking terrible. Uh, next question. All right, next question. Everyday Americans need a champion. I want to be that champion. <laughs> See if you can guess who said that one. Everyday American needed champion. <laughs> my brother, my brother said, that. "Signed, Jeb's mother." <laughs> <laughs> Everyday Americans need a champion. I want to be that champion. Everyday Americans need a champion. I want to be that champion. Super, my brother said, "Superman." Close. <laughs> Close. Um, Larry David. <laughs> no, it wasn't Larry David. <laughs> Okay, I'll give you a hit. It was either Mighty Mouse or Hillary or, or Hillary Clinton. Batman, my brother said. <laughs> uh, it's uh, superhero Hillary Clinton. It was Hillary Clinton. I only play the Speedy Gonzalez because it's pissed. Every time I play it, I get a dollar from Trump. <laughs> 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 the official sound by the Trump campaign. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Andale, andale. All right. Here's the next one. We're going to go quick. There's only a few more. People should not underestimate me. Who said that? Uh, Rick Santoro. <laughs> Rick Santoro. 
<laughs> Jeb's Jeb Bush signed Jeb's mother. <laughs> um, I, you know, I mean, I guess that could be anybody. Uh, it could be anywhere from Stalin to uh, Stalin. No, uh, it's no it's Stalin. It's somebody running for president. You know, in twenty sixteen. Oh, okay. Buster Douglas, my uh, brother said. <laughs> uh, Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders out of nowhere. He's five for six in this game. <laughs> Here we go. Oof. Who said this? Just keep swimming. <laughs> uh, that's a Russian proverb. Jeez, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, I could make a sh- shitty Cuban-American joke about either... Ted Cruz or, or Marco Rubio, but that would not be appropriate. <laughs> um, Just keep swimming. Because there's a Russian proverb that says, pray to God, but but keep swimming for sure. Now, keep in mind, the name of the game is the name of the game is candidate or cartoon character. Uh, candidate or cartoon character. Just keep swimming. My wife will get uh, this. Nemo. Nemo. No, it was not Nemo. Ho, ho, very funny. Ha, ha, it is to laugh. No, it was Dory. I would have also accepted Ted Kennedy. (laughs) (laughs) Too soon? (laughs) Keep swimming. All right, here we go. How about this one? Sometimes we have to go deep inside ourselves to solve our problems. Holy shit. (laughs) Sometimes we have to go deep inside ourselves. I'll tell you what. Let's let's problems. start it this way. That sounds like, that sounds like Rick Santorum. <laughs> no, um, we got to go deep inside ourselves to solve our problems. Uh, it sounds like a politician. <laughs> My brother said John Holmes. <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> Actually, no. That's it's not a politician. That is Patrick from SpongeBob. <laughs> Believe it or not, all right. That is Patrick from SpongeBob. How about this one? And I've mixed them up a little bit. How about this one? Maybe if we started looking at what's the same instead of always looking at what's different, we'd get along. I would say that is, uh, um, again, that's a, uh, that sounds like a politician. Um, is it Sarah Palin? No, it's somebody who's running for president. <laughs> Think uh, about that before John, you say Sarah John, Palin. John Kasich. Nope. That is that is actually uh, a Pokemon. That's Meowth. <laughs> jeepers, creepers. I would have also accepted Ben Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> with anyway, a scalpel. With a scalpel. You have to look inside ourselves with now, a scalpel. Just so you know, you were killing it five. Now you're five to four. Okay. Well, yeah, because you stopped giving me the I second thought- option. <laughs> All right, how about this one? Family means nobody gets left behind. Is it Chris Christie or Stitch from Lilo and Stitch? <laughs> Uh, boy, if it was, if it was, uh, something about not leaving behind a, uh, a pizza or a, <laughs> or a cream horn, I would definitely say Chris Christie, but uh, I'll say Lilo and Stitch or Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> and just like that, he's back on top. <laughs> he's back. He's back. All right. And our last one, we saved the best one for last. I can't go back to yesterday. 
because I was different. I was a different person then. I'll say it again. I can't go back to yesterday because I was a different person then. Is it Alice in Wonderland or Joe Biden? <laughs> oh, God, that's got to be Joe Biden. <laughs> Ho, ho, very funny. Ha, ha, it is to laugh. <laughs> no, it is not. It's Alice in fucking Wonderland. <laughs> oh. So here's what I'm going to do. Have you ever seen Onion Joe Biden? you got to look that up sometime. <laughs> onion Joe Biden. Especially, it's, yeah, especially the Onion Magazine did a whole, like, Joe Biden on the campaign trail. And, you know, he... He, you know he, he's gonna go. He's gonna go to the convention, but he's gonna hitchhike there. <laughs> get picked up by swingers. It's, it's hysterical. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna Google. Jump. I'm gonna Google that uh, while we take our third break, and I'm gonna tally up all the scores. And we come back. Uh, we're gonna talk to Greg Bogus about what he's got coming up, and I'll tell him if he won the game or lost the game. You are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, Mark Scalia. We'll be right back. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem, Mass. in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or coworkers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is, huh? Anybody? Come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. You know what today is? It's hump day! Woohoo! How happy are people listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia? Happier than a person with a hump on their back. Listen live every Wednesday to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. Hump day! you're back at radio regardless with me your host mark scalia and i tallied up all the scores and i will tell you this greg bogus you had five you got incorrect and six you got correct so you win You win. Perfect. I am a winner. You are a winner. And speaking of winning, winning. What are you uh winning? What are you up to? Uh what do you got coming up over the next few weeks so the listeners can go to your Twitter and free stock sure. you and stuff like that? So I got a couple of uh the, of my TV shows are going to be dropping. I did an interview with Blaine Perkins. Did an interview with Esther Koo. Did an interview with uh uh the old marketing guy for the WWE. Oh yeah, um, yeah. He was my brother's college roommate. Isn't that great? Fun. And you got Dwayne Perkins. Yeah. Dwayne's doing so many good things. Is he in? Uh, yeah, is Dwayne's he still in New LA. York? He's out in L.A. now. Yeah. No, he's in L.A. Yeah. And he's just like the funniest, nicest guy on the planet. He's still a sweet. He was always a fun guy when he was here. My God, he was yeah. so nice. He can't wear success better. He's like such a nice guy. He yeah. totally deserves it. He really is. There's like some people that are just. 
gifted with with such decency, and he's one of those people. Yeah, and he's very funny. He's a very funny comedian, and it's and and his and his humor. It's just not, you know. There's there's a lot of comedy that's kind of brutal. You know, it's funny, but it's brutal. He's funny, but but there's an inner core of decency too. That's yeah, that shows too. You know, it's. Yeah, unlike yeah. cretins like us. Yeah, um, so, well, his so, style, yeah, his style uh, of comedy, nobody gets hurt, which is actually really nice. Right, right. So the Bogus Hour, you can find that on YouTube. The Bogus Hour, B O G G I S. Um, and yes, I'm in my second season of that. And then this week, I've got uh, I think I'm doing a fundraiser in Fitchburg tomorrow night. I'll be at an Alpine, uh, the Alpine Club in uh, Manchester. Friday. I think the Alpine Club, Jeb Bush was there last week. <laughs> I swear to God. Was his mom with him? <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and then Saturday, I'll be at the Elks Club in uh, Manchester. Oh, nice. And then I'm supposed to, yeah, and I'm supposed to do some interview with some German television station about pol- politics and humor, so we'll, we'll see how that goes, because I'm sure my punchlines will Will uh, will reson- resonate with those notoriously <laughs> funny Germans. That's always. What you say? What you say? The punchline, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we yeah, love it, yeah. Have you? That was the punchline, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I am laughing. I'm laughing out loud. It's all funny. I don't know why. It's it, it's also it's also funny. <laughs> <laughs> How many shows do you have on uh, on the Bogus Hour? I think I think up to like uh, fifteen or sixteen. Oh my god! Good for you, man. Yeah, yeah. Good for you. So yeah, Santa Rafferty, Santa Rally. Uh, oh, Christine Hurley is going to be one of the coming up upcoming episodes. Nice. She was phenomenal. Oh my god, oh, she's, she's so funny, funny. She's a sweetheart she too. Funny. Sweetheart. Oh, she's a great, great person. And of course, Jimmy Hurley, her husband. She rips Jimmy. his fucking ass to sh- oh. Like he's such a nicest guy, oh. and she fucks with him so bad on stage. Oh, it's ridiculous. Oh, so great! The funny it's thing beautiful. is, I'm working with her uh, Saturday night. I uh, I booked her for a private yeah. thing that I I do like once a year, and they we're doing an all female show, so it's going to be uh, really fun. So nice. Are you going to have to tuck it? Are you going to have to tuck it in order to host? Am I? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm good. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not going to tell you. You're not going to do a Buffalo Bill impression? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'd fuck me. Did you fuck me? <laughs> I'd fuck me. You just go, oh, I'd fuck me. Would you fuck I do, me? I do, I'd, I'd, I'd fuck me. <laughs> I, do, I do a little impression of him. It's it's it's, it's when he's, uh, 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 Agent Stalin goes to see him. He opens the door. She's talking to her. And he's questioning her about, about, uh, about Frederica Devil. And he said, was she a rather large girl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is. Was she, she a large girl? <laughs> was she a rather large girl? <laughs> Ted Levine, that's the name of the actor. <laughs> creepy bastard, man. Yeah, he, was, he does like creepy stuff. But I he just... Does, but he, he can also... He can play like... He, uh, he plays generals and stuff like that. He can play like a like square guy, too. Yeah, yeah. He, I just he, still... He's I, got some depth... I just still think it's not the creepiest line, but it's funny. It's it, like, think of the creepiest line from any movie. And it turns out to be the funniest line, you know, like something that's supposed to be really scary and, and like really terrifying. Did you ever see that the, the, somebody did a cut of, of Silence of the Lambs, but turned it into a comedy? <laughs> I love when so they do that. 
have you ever seen that? It's, it's so brutal. You know, the girl's down in the well screaming, ah! <laughs> and he's like, you know, whatever he's yelling at her. And, then, you know, every time he says something, he slaps her. like, oh, God, it's so bad. You feel bad laughing at it because it's so well done. But it's, it's just... It's just so wrong. Like, oh, I love that. Well, speaking of, you know, stuff like that, your show is like the quality of your show is really good. Like, I was very impressed with the, my uh, like, uh, just watching it. And even the, the quick clip I watched with you and Joe List, um, I was like, wow, the, the, the quality, his CG's gotten, he's shooting on green screen. He's looking real good. It's like, the sound is good. And good for you, man. But yeah, I got to check out yeah, more of the, the shows. Access Nashville has a has a crack stop. I know I got to get you down one of these days. Oh, I'd love to do that. Yeah, we'll do. I love cr- cool. you know some. I, I'm a, I'm all about the cross promotion at this point. I don't even care about making money. I just want everybody to work off everybody else. It's and then you know there's no hate. There's no you know nobody's like I fucking hate this guy. Sure. I mean I actually dislike only one person at this point in my life, and I won't say who it is. Right. Um, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby, fucking. Because he drugged me and then Santorumed me. <laughs> but, Greg, hey, man, oh, thanks so much for being a part of the show. It's been great having you on again, and we'll, uh, we love returning We love returning guests. So, Chief political correspondent. Chief political correspondent for the radio, regardless. And uh, good luck with this year's election. I hope that you get some nice food, some good spread. See if Hillary's got a good spread. See if you can... See. <laughs> See if Hillary does a spread for you. Double entendre. <laughs> Double entendre. All right. Well, Greg, we'll talk soon, man. I'll see you around the campus, my friend. Thanks a lot, Mark. Peace. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. That was Greg Bogus, everybody. Oh, my God. So fun to have him back on. Uh, it was so, so fun to have him back on the show. Uh, <laughs> Hillary Clinton spread. Anyway, I she's almost 70. Isn't that weird? Like, Susan Sarandon is almost 70 and I would totally bang Susan Sarandon, but I would not even request to see Hillary in a one piece. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, that's our show. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wrap up our show. It's been a lot of fun. I hope you had some fun. Let me tell you where I'm going to be this weekend. Friday night. I have the night off for the rest of the week. I have the night off. So I'm doing some prep because I'm always booking the work and I'm doing some more stuff. And I hope, I hope to share that more with you over the next coming weeks. But this Saturday night, I will be, as uh, as I kind of teased out a little bit, I will be at the Polish American Citizens Club, which is a real place, by the way, in Gardner, doing our yearly fundraiser. The show is sold out. They usually get like 150, 170 people. We sell it out every single year. I bring in the comics. Uh, they provide a really nice uh, environment for us to perform, and it's fantastic. Christine Hurley is going to be headlining that show, along with Amy T., uh, who's been a guest of the show. Show as well and sandy it was sandy summers who's been a guest of the show as well so and as always ladies and gentlemen if you'd like to be a part of this show you want to email me at radio regardless at gmail.com call the hotline 978-219-9294 you want to be a guest i'd love to have you on uh, next show will be february 10th where joanne Britton. Uh, she's out of Canada, uh, originally from Montreal. Now she lives in Toronto. She's a big social queen up there. We're going to have her next week. Hey, guys, have a great week. This has been Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All material and content property of MS Enterprises and copyrighted 2015.
Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Irregardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening.